Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm good. You chose a great uh, a great article this week uh, as a poem. It was published in the BMJ. I'll give the specific uh, information in a moment. But we know the treatment for patients with type 2 diabetes includes education and evaluation for both micro and macro, macrovascular complications. We, we try to achieve near normal uh, glycemic levels. We try to minimize cardiovascular and other long-term factors. We try to prescribe drugs uh, that won't exacerbate abnormalities, particularly in insulin or, or lipids. Uh, our treatments these days uh, to improve glycemic management work through a number of different ways. Some increase insulin availability, some improve sensitivity to insulin, some delay the uh, delivery and absorption of carbohydrates from the GI tract, some increase urinary glucose excretion, and perhaps the, the, the last group do a combination uh, of the above. This is all great, uh, and we've got some new drugs that we've talked about as poems, but usually the outcomes that we focus on are surrogate markers, things like uh, hemoglobin A1C or serum glucose or lipid levels or perhaps some microvascular complications, things that our patients are rarely uh, aware of. This is a very cool meta-analysis from the BMJ. It attempts to answer the, the profound question, what treatments for type 2 diabetes decrease the likelihood of patient-oriented outcomes? In other words, things that patients really care about. Mark, uh, what did they find? Yeah, kind of an important question, right? So mm -hmm. this was a massive study. They searched three databases, including the Cochrane database, found over 800 studies with over 470,000 participants that were randomized trials comparing two or more medications for type 2 diabetes. About a quarter of the studies had a high risk of bias, mainly due to lack of masking, but three quarters had a low risk of bias, so that's good. They did a network meta-analysis, which compares all medications against one another by combining the direct and the indirect evidence across all the studies. All the studies were relatively short-term. The median duration was only six months. They found that both SGLT2 inhibitors and GLP-1 receptor agonists reduce all-cause mortality to a small extent, but significantly compared with usual treatment. They also reduce death due to cardiovascular causes, non-fatal MI, and admission for heart failure. Finerenone, which is Corendia, probably reduces these outcomes as compared with usual care, uh, in particular admissions for heart failure and end-stage kidney disease. Terzepatide, which is Mount Jaro, was associated with the highest amount of weight loss. Just as important, this analysis clarifies which treatments don't have an overall benefit on patient-oriented outcomes. So the older treatments, including insulin, didn't affect mortality or hospitalizations, and the thiazoline diones increased the likelihhood of being admitted for heart failure. Metformin, which is you know currently the cornerstone of treatment in most practice guidelines, may not have a benefit over usual care or standard therapy based on their analysis. Um, and this is a based on mixed evidence. There were some uh, studies that found uh, mortality benefit, but others found no mortality benefit. So bottom line, this study 
further separates the effect of diabetes treatments on blood glucose levels and important outcomes that patients actually care about, like whether they're admitted, whether they have a heart attack, whether they die. SGLT2 inhibitors and GLP-1 agonists reduced uh, all-cause and cardiovascular mortality as well as cardiac events. Older treatments like insulin don't have much effect on these long-term patient-oriented outcomes. So metformin wasn't found to be more effective than standard treatment. And there have been other studies that have been highlighting this in other meta-analyses. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens to these guidelines as, you know, will metformin no longer be the cornerstone of treatment? You mentioned that metformin wasn't found to be more effective than standard treatment. In my book, metformin is standard treatment. So it's not more effective than what, what are they referring to by standard treatment? Yeah, and that's a term that was used, um, and, and it really refers to whatever the comparator was. So I think in a lot of the metformin trials, it would have been a sulfonuria, for example, as the comparator. Okay, thanks, Mark. Uh, we'll talk with you again in a week. All right. That's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. Please join us again next week for another medical poem. Thank you.